0: Hello, everyone. It's a Thursday evening, which means somewhere in Europe, we have our senior tennis handicapper, Sean Calvert. And this week, he's over in Marseille for the Marseille tournament, the Open 13, I think it's called, over in the ATP Tour at the south of France. Here he's joining me from a very, it looks like a castle, you live. It looks like a little boutique um Hotel there. How's life treating it's, you in the South of France? It's
1: it's a nice hotel actually. This I, I, better than last week's. Um, Yeah, it's good. It's all good. Uh, first trip to Marseille. First trip to the tournament. It's uh, you're yeah, enjoying it so far. Yeah, it's good. First of all,
0: um you had a bit of a problem last week in Rotterdam. You you sent an email. Mm. I think you, you complained to the organizers that there was no merch. You wanted to I buy did, merch. You wanted you wanted, to, you wanted to add to the Calvert memories. Nothing there. Uh,
1: yeah, I didn't email him. I just got someone from the tournament to to come down and explain where the merch was, and there wasn't any. But, yeah, as soon as you walk in through the door of the Open 13, there it is. Boom. Uh, tons of merch. Loads of stuff. Everything you could want. Mugs, caps, key rings, shirts, hoodies, T-shirts, whatever you want. Uh, now, it's all there, right as, there for you. As, the fact, an exlu-
0: as an exclusive from Pet Match, we actually have uh, you modelling some of the merch for us yeah, here. So if, you, if but, you can show us that. Look at this! You have Christian Dior. You have, uh, you know, you have so many fantastic uh, models over in uh, over in Yves Saint Laurent. The fantastic French models, and now we have Sean Calverto. Calverto, our male model modeling the merch
1: from Marseille. Fifteen euros. This was absolute bargain. No comment on the
0: fifth, on, on fifty. <laughs> well, yeah, if, if you say so, Sean, it's absolutely... But what's Marseille say like? What's it like? I always wanted to go there. Is it a nice little place to go? Yeah,
1: it reminds me a bit of Naples, actually. Um, it's got a kind of a rugged charm to it. I haven't, I've only been here 24 hours, so I haven't really seen much yet. But, um, yeah, I feel like what I've seen so far, yeah, it's
0: my kind of place. Yeah, it's good. Uh, what are you seeing from the tennis? Obviously, tonight we've, we've come a little bit early because of the disappointment tonight. One of your picks, uh, Yannick Sinner, obviously was in action. informally in Yannick Sinner was up against Artur. Fields, the guy we we've both sort of been complimentary about. Unfortunately, Sinner was uh, ill, so the game was postponed. Mm. So that's why we're on early tonight. You should be at the court today, but you shouldn't be not there the right Sinner. now. Yeah, yeah. What what are you seeing? What what do what do you think of the tournament so far? And what are your sort of um, takes from uh, Marseille this week?
1: Well, I think the conditions. Uh there's been 82% holds in the first 15 matches, which is reasonable paced. It makes it quicker than Rotterdam last week, but the serving stats that I've seen, because when I'm watching the matches, I can see the serve speeds coming up in the corner and they're not, they're not as quick as Rotterdam from the same players. You know, I watched her cash last week. I watched Dimitrov last week uh, and they were serving probably eight to 10 Ks quicker in Rotterdam than they are here. So it suggests to me that there's not as much of an advantage to the server in this this court in in the Open 13 as there was last week. It's a much smaller arena, much much smaller. The the ABN AMRO Arena is pretty big. This is quite quite a tight, compact arena. Very very hot. As soon as they put the lights on, they've got an absolute ton of lights at the top. And it's really hot in there. Much much hotter than it was in um, in Amsterdam. So a very different arena for playing. Uh, di- difficult for perhaps for the players to, to adapt. Uh, from last week, Hercash took a good set to get going today uh, in, in his match against Raidi. He was, was quite impressive, actually, quite like what I saw from Leandro Raidi. Um, yeah, the conditions, as I'd say, I'd say a little bit slower. It doesn't, doesn't seem to kick off the court particularly quickly, but I don't know whether that's just me from from the side of the court.
0: One thing I did see last night with the Allscraft Hunters, trying to track you down from uh, because uh, from the betting weekly here and uh, game bet match. So we're looking out for you. Uh, did, did I'm do sure your it was me after. No, well, I think with, with that merch, you might, you, you might be able I didn't have that.
1: Catch. Yeah. I didn't have that yesterday. I think they were after Richard Gasquet. It was quite funny. I, I, I did make a comment on Twitter because it did make me laugh. The fact that they all look, the kids were queuing up <laughs> with those, you know, those big tennis balls yeah. that they get, they were all stood there waiting for the match to finish at a set and 4-2 to Gasquet. And they should have known better really. He's a, uh, He's not a cert to see any match out from uh, set and 4-2, and he didn't disappoint. Well, he disappointed them.
0: Yeah, didn't disappoint you. If anyone has followed Sean on his adventures in the south of France, he gave Wawrinka yesterday to win two sets to one on the... Uh on his feed, on Because We Win, uh, on our Twitter handle. So make sure you check that out with Sean's advice. Are you there tomorrow, for action tomorrow? Are you
1: traveling yeah, tomorrow, to? yeah. Yeah. Looking, Looking forward to seeing Bonzi tomorrow. Yeah, and our,
0: and our pick is doing very well. Um, before we get, let's, let's look at let's look at the tournament outright. I mean, Pop Bonzi, you've got 20, what was it 25 to 1?
1: I got him at 30s, yeah. He was about 23s at the start. I got that him was at 30s at the that first that... show.
0: It didn't really, well, it was a good result, really, for Yannick Sinner. Obviously, he's going to play Alex Demon. I can never say Alex Dim, Dimonor. Alex yeah. Dimonor in the in the quarterfinals, it looks that way. But obviously, Yannick Sinner now we're withdrawn from the tournament with with the illness, which is a bit of a positive for Bondi backers, because obviously the tournament yeah. favourite is now out. So it opens it up bright. Um, still confident about it? What you've seen, fast conditions, like-ish conditions, home well, support,
1: Slowish, medium, I would say. I wouldn't say fast. It's it's an indoor event, so it's it's relatively lively compared to obviously some of the slower surfaces. But I wouldn't say it was lightning quick by any means. It's 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 a winnable match. I'm assuming that Diminor is going to beat Richard tonight, so I'm assuming it's going to be Bonzi uh, against Diminor. But I mean, yeah, I, I think it's a winnable match for Bonzi. It's he's, he won't be favourite. That's that's for sure. He'll go into that match as underdog. But yeah, the, the home crowd are getting right behind the French players. Quite a good atmosphere. Much more atmosphere here than there was in in Rotterdam last week. So, yeah, the home support might well cheer Bonzi on and if he does beat Diminur. Obviously, he could be, he'll be at least, sorry, at worst joint favourite in the semis. It might be an all French semi. It could be Artur Feast against Bonzi in the semis. That like, that'd be a some match.
0: Yeah, and we want you cheering behind him, Sean, because we're all carrying the money here. So we want you oh, well. absolutely getting vocal with the French support for our man, Bonzi, over in Marseille. There's two matches tomorrow, which we know now. Obviously, there's two quarterfinals, which we are unknown. And these are the two quarterfinals that we have uh, so far tomorrow in Marseille, where Sean will be in attendance. And as I say, keep following us up because we have been where Sean will be giving his picks and his advice as the tournament goes on. Uh, Grigor Dimitrov, uh, minus 225, up against Alexander Bublik at plus 185. That could be absolutely anything you know it could be six love six love either way it could be seven six six seven seven six it's a a game that I just wouldn't want to have an opinion on at all Herbert Herkas come through a a bit of a tough arse on the first set today minus 288 against Mike Mikel Ima uh, plus 220 to Swede who's been in quite decent form at the moment so you've got two relatively strong favorites there I know you're a big fan of betting the the underdogs. Is there any way that you you quite like these these dogs or quite like like way of getting them on the game handicap or total games or what are you seen so far? What do you think about these two matches tomorrow, which we know already?
1: Yeah, I've not had much chance to look at it. I've had a few minutes though. And um if you look at the the statistics of the the head to head between Hercash and EMA that it's um is it, it's Ima's won a couple of the matches, actually. He beat him as a 4.78 underdog at the Australian Open in 2021. That was a five-set match. And he also beat him at the US Open Juniors way back in 2014. Hercash won the other one. I think it was in Auckland. Um, but on the statistics of the head-to-head, um, as you would expect, Herkash very uh, dominant on serve. He's won 71.2% of his service points compared to 62.4% for Ima. And then, as you would also expect, it's the other way around on return. Hercash... There's only 334 percent of points on return, and but EMA's won forty-two percent. So if you add all those totals up, it comes out almost exactly the same. Her cash um, one hundred four point six, EMO one hundred four point seven. Sorry, those are the stats of not of the head-to-head. Sorry, of the um, indoor hard stats of the over the past twelve months at main level. Uh, the head-to-head stats actually uh, favour uh, her cash on serve and return. He's been eight percent better on serve, eight percent better on return. But um it's been Ema that's taken more of his breakpoint chances. Ema's taken fifty percent of the breakpoint chances in that matchup in those two matches that that were played on hard courts, and Herkash has only taken twenty-six percent. So you from that, what I would take is that um Ima's just played better on the big points, although Hercash has had the better of, of the statistics of the of the serve and return. So you would have to make her cash favorite, but the fact that they've got almost identical stats on indoor hard over the last 12 months at main level would, would suggest that Ema's in with a, a pretty reasonable chance here. Uh, if you are looking to get involved in this match, uh, I think the only way to do it is backing Ema on the plus games. I, I can't see her cash winning this easily, certainly not based on the stats. If he has a great day on serve, he's obviously got a much bigger serve. If he serves brilliant, then he'll probably win uh, the match. But I think you have to look at Ema in some way in the handicap.
0: Yeah, I think also uh, Hercash obviously did so well at Dubai last week. Uh, next week, which is last year. He did got to the semi-final. he got some points to defend over there. Mm. Um, that might be a priority. He might be thinking about that rather than the ATP Tour 250 event this week in Marseille. So Hercash... Possibly.
1: Uh, I mean, he, he could see it in the sense that this is an easier 250 points for winning this tournament. He could look at it that way. Uh, obviously, we don't know. But, it's, yeah, it's two ways of looking at it, really
0: if you've got an opinion on the other game, Grigor Dimitrov <laughs> and Alexander Bublik, then I know mm. that you've been on the, uh, the Chablis or the Savignon <laughs> Blanc, uh, in the South of France, because that is a puzzle that I, I, w- I could sit and try to solve that puzzle a thousand times. And I wouldn't have come to the conclusion where it would go. Uh, okay. if you've got any thoughts on that, please share them with me, please. Cause I need some advice on this game.
1: Okay. Well, it's uh, two, two on the head to head. Dimitrov won the last two, um, both of Bublik's wins came by way of a final set tiebreak, as you would probably expect with Bublik. Uh, on the raw stats of the head-to-head, Dimitrov's held serve 93% of the time against Bublik, and Bublik's held 86% of the time. So going on that, it's obvious that Bublik's done very, almost nothing on the Dimitrov serve, and if he is going to win it, you would suggest that it's probably going to be by way of a tiebreak. Having said that, Bublik played... Pretty well, I thought, against Barrera the other day. It was a match that took place just as I arrived, just caught the end of it. Um it, it could be the case that Bublik has kind of turned a corner uh, after really struggling at the start of the season. It could be that match against Barrera was was the start of a good run for him, maybe. I wouldn't put it past him. Dimitrov, I watched uh the first set and a half of that this afternoon. It wasn't it wasn't brilliant from Dimitrov, but it didn't really need to be. Bravo wasn't wasn't great on the day. Um Dimitrov, you would have to say the obvious favourite. I'm not so sure he should be quite as short as this though. If I was betting in this, I probably might be tempted to uh, have a bet on something like public to win the first set seven six, something like that. It's one of those side markets because it's hard to see public winning it any other way.
0: Yeah, check out the BetRivers website. They will have prices on the set one scoreline, set two scoreline as well and a whole host of other specials. So Sean is you know, not not dismissing the chances of the underdogs here, but possibly going for them on a uh, handicap with Ima e- uh, against Herkas and Bublik against Dimitrov. I'm um, going to move on to some matches we have later this evening uh, over in America. It's over in Rio. Uh, we have the outright markets here in the Rio de Janeiro ATB Tour event, which is the biggest event this week. It's an ATB Tour 500 event. And uh, we have Carlos Alcaraz as the favourite uh, up against, looking to win back-to-back tournaments. He's minus 167. Cam Norrie, the guy that he beat last week in uh, in, in, in Buenos Aires, he's uh plus $4. And after that, we've got a big gap. We have uh, plus 1,200, Sebastian Bayes, uh, Francisco Serendula, plus 14, 1,400. Our tip, Nicholas Jarry, we're on at 4,000. He's 2,000 now. Um, we I think Jerry's playing quite well isn't he I mean it's looking quite good for him I mean Alcaraz minus 167 that's one thing I, I definitely wouldn't back him at, mi- bet him at minus 167
1: no I mean as I said the other day no one's won as Aries and Rio back to back that's not to say Alcaraz can't do it you know, Rio's only been played since 2014 it's not a 30 year history we're looking at here it's only a few years but it's it's not it's not easy to do, um, and I, I, I'm not entirely convinced that Alcaraz should be as short as he is outright. And I'm not convinced he should be as short as he is against uh, Fognini tonight either. As far as Jerry's concerned, um, yeah, his price is halved, and he's not even played a. It's not well. Has he played a match since I backed him? No, no. So I got him at 40s. He's not even played a match, and it's he's down to the 20s. He is a bit short, I think, to beat Martinez tonight. Not not convinced he should be that short. Hopefully, he'll beat Martinez. Uh, Martinez, obviously, but th- that price that he is, what is he minus? Duh, 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 where is he minus well, two eighty six? That's short. Let's
0: put the uh, the match bets up tonight for Rio because there's not really much to talk about on the outright. But it's, it's pretty clear whether you think Alcaraz can win or you, you don't. And we're on Jerry, so let's mm. have a look at the matches. And these these are obviously more what we're interested in there you have you have the Alcaraz game minus 1667 against Fabio Fanini who's plus 1000 which is a very very big price for a guy who's done so well on play events over the years Nicholas Jarry there you said they're minus 286 against Pedro Martinez at plus 225 that is our pick here on game bet match Nicholas Jarry at minus 286 um Talk us through some of these games. I mean, the top one's quite an interesting one. Francisco Serendula minus one sixty seven against Zapata Morales at plus one thirty two, and the bottom one interests me as well. Um, Dusan Leovic, who beats uh, Schwartzman in the first round, he's plus one thirty three against Laslo Djere. Uh, some interesting games there. What are your lean some picks?
1: Uh, just going on the top one, Zapata Morales beats uh, Serendula last week, didn't he, in Buenos Aires? Mm-hmm. Um, so on on the basis of that, you, you would have to give him a great chance. He's actually playing; his, I'd argue the best tennis of his his career at the minute to a Morales, But he's played a ton of tennis, and he's he had a medical timeout in his his match the other day against uh, Munar, and he he has he has looked a bit fatigued. If it wasn't for that, I would I would be tempted to to back him to beat Serendolo. Um I say he beat him last week, so no reason why I can't beat him this week, other than the fact that I feel he's a little bit fatigued. Um, Jerry, as I said, is, is too short, much too short. I'd look at this one earlier. He was um, 2.14 underdog when he played Martinez in Kitzbühel in July, and Martinez won that particular match. Now he's minus 286. I mean, I know he's been playing well. I highlighted the fact that he's not dropped serves so far this, uh, this week in, in Rio, but minus 286 is a bit short. Um, I have had a bet on one, which is, um, which is the Alcaraz. Fognini won and you obviously take a bit of a chance with Fognini but I, I've taken him to win a set 3.95 with Bet Rivers I took that earlier on today I'm not sure if it's still that price or not that particular bet but I just think that's a bit that's a, it's a little bit insulting that price isn't it against <laughs> for Fognini against Alcaraz. I know Fognini's really struggled he's right at the end of his career um, he's had a foot injury, had a, a slight fracture of his left foot at the start of uh, this season that put him out of the Australian Open. But he's recovered from that now and he's, he's had a couple of matches on the clay. And his, his first round match was really impressive against Barrios Vera. Beat him easy, Fognini. And, and this is a guy in Barrios Vera has won four of his last five on clay and was playing really well, is playing really well. And Fognini beat him quite comfortably. And it was. It was, it was easily Fognini's best match for a long, long time. And he does enjoy playing in Rio. He said on numerous occasions that he loves playing Rio. I, I just think with Fabio, at this stage of his career, it's all about these big matches. You're not going to see him busting a gut in, you know, some 250s in far-flung areas of the world, but you are going to see him put it in, in Rio. He won the doubles last year. Um, and after that, he's, he was saying how much he loved playing uh this this particular tournament. I just think it's a bit of an insulting price. Uh, I know Fognini's not been playing well for the last year or two, and you know he's obviously at the end of his career, but th- these guys played in the semi-final here last year, actually, and uh, Alcaraz won it in straight set. Second set was only 7-5, though. And Fognini, he, he could have done better. He had six breakpoint chances that day, and he only took one of them. does a little bit better on the break chances today. I'd I'd say he's definitely got a set in him on his best form. And he looked like he was on somewhere close to his best form against Barrios Ferrer.
0: You haven't checked out the prices, and I just did. And the money has come for your pick down to plus 285 now for for Nini to win a set. That is a big move. The Calvert money's down. Bet Rivers are concerned, <laughs> and down to plus 285 to
1: win a set now. The other move... I just, is I just think out. that's really, really... Sorry, but I just think that... Do you not think that's really short on Alcaraz? I mean, I just... 1.06 I think he was this morning. I think the thing Fognini. that I take from it, I think, obviously, if you
0: like the fact that Fonini's going to make it competitive, and you like the fact that he can win a set, that line has obviously moved to 285 from, was it, three... 35 uh, i got
1: him at 3.95 in yeah, so,
0: so, so so 2.95 uh so it's gone down to now 2.8 to 285 plus 285 so it's gone down by a little uh, 10 ticks so plus 295 down to plus 285 i think that the but the, the the line hasn't moved on the total games and i think 18 and a half is very mm. cheap over 18 yeah. and a half minus 106 i mean Alcaraz won last week, but he, in, in one of the games, he went to three sets. He didn't win, you know, 18 and a half. is a very, very, very cheap night against a, an opponent like Fognini. You could mix it up. You can make it for, you know, the crowd are going to be behind him as well. You know, it's going to be an interesting game to, to watch. So I think the market has been very cheap on Fognini, but also on lots of different markets. You know, no. I, I, I don't There's a few you can, bets
1: I fancied. I must yeah, admit, I,
0: I don't. I don't think he can beat him. I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet need to beat him, but I think you know to win to win a set, to win the first set, to win uh, various different markets. But I think all those lines are moving down uh, because of the, the money and the support that you said. But the the total games line still sticking at eighteen and a half at minus 106. at minus
1: 106 That I would be. Was...
0: Sorry, Michael. No, no, that's where I'm. That's where I'm heading. So I'm sort of heading to the over eighteen and a half games.
1: Yeah, I think his his total Fognini total player games was rated at about six and a half. So they think he's going to lose six three six three, or yeah, six three six two or something like that. Um, that may be the case. I, I, it may, that may happen, but I, I, I don't see it. I, th- I think Fog will really be giving. You, you have to. I think you just have to know Fognini and how he how he is and the games that he's up for and the games that he's not up for and he'll. he'll Ninety-nine percent certain he'll be up for this match, in my opinion.
0: Well, if anyone's listening from Italy and they're a friend of Fabio Fognini, please send us a, a tweet or a DM. Let us know what games he's. In. Well, that's that's the card you want. That would be that would be a very valuable card over the years. We can it gets- tell
1: it's just the big games against the big players. He, he's always enjoyed them.
0: Yeah. Well, let's hope he has a good night tonight. We're looking at uh, Fabio Fognini to win a set at plus two eighty five. Uh over 18 and a half games I quite like at minus 106. We're coming from the from the same page there. Uh, any other thoughts on those matches this evening? Obviously, the Bet Rivers um betters will be looking for the matching today in a in a time zone that's very favorable to the uh, to American betters in Rio.
1: Yeah, I think some of these are quite tricky. I mean Lajevic, Jere, the all Serbian affair, uh that's a, a 3-1 head to head to Jere. Um Former winner of Rio won it a few years ago, didn't he? At a a very big price, um, Jerry, you would, I think that price is about right. I mean, Lajevic beat um Schwartzman. You've been saying for a while, haven't you, that Schwartzman's kind of on his last legs, so to speak? And it it does look like that at the moment, doesn't he? Really, just looks shocking, really. Schwartzman, he's he's not even competitive at this level at the moment. So, I don't know how much sort of cachet you can put on that Lajevic win over over him the other day. I think that one's about right. I'm not sure I'd be back. Lajvic at that price. He might win, but I, I'm not really seeing any value in it. Um, as far as the others are concerned, I think Ramos against Alahi Galan, that's that's tricky. I mean, I backed Galan a couple of times uh, over recent months. He hasn't looked fit at, at all um, this season so far. I think that the match that he played the other day is probably the first time he's looked fit this season. So maybe if he is now fit, then he might have a chance against Ramos, but I'm not I'm not sold on any of the others, to be honest. I think I'm just I'm happy with the the Fognini bet.
0: Yeah, don't go looking for bets. Let the bets come and find you. Don't go looking do. for winners. Let the winners find you. And we've only found one winner, one bet, that one game that interests us. One match that interests us tonight Alcaraz against Fabio Fognini in Rio. We like Fognini, like I say, to win the set, plus 285. And I like the over 18 and a half. It's going to be a big couple of days, a couple of big prices. On the future markets in Rio and Marseille, going for us as well. Uh, you can catch Sean and his adventures in the south of uh, France on our Twitter page, at Because We Win. Make sure you download this podcast as well on your podcast provider, uh, at uh, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network. There is some fantastic content there. The French soccer boys are on fire. We have the Italian soccer, we have cricket, we have uh, all kinds of stuff as well, including the English Premier League, which I'm involved in. But most importantly, you have Game Bet Match, where you can actually see us. You can watch us as well as listen to us as well. So they're the ways to subscribe to us. Sure, you'll keep us in absolute tip-top uh, information over the next day in, in Marseille. We won't speak to you until next week on Sunday. Uh, have a very very safe journey, my friend, and uh, I'm sure you will follow your content tomorrow and tonight. It's all about Fabio Fognini. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. We're hinge. <laughs> it's we're, a risk, we're, isn't we're, it? We're, we're, we're putting our money on our hopes on the evening on Fabio Fognini. I'm not quite sure if that's a guy thing, but uh, there's a price and a price and a plus two eighty five to win a set. I'm in. Hope you're in as well. Hope you're into the game bet match. Take care, everyone, and we'll speak to you again next Monday. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.